Hello, my loves, and welcome to Yano Thank You, a sometimes serious, sometimes not podcast about amplifying your inner voice and taking responsibility for your own well-being. I'm your host, Catherine, and thank you so much for pressing play. In this episode, I'm going to talk about negative emotions. So I'm just coming off of a period of time where I've had to deal with an influx of negative emotions myself, and I'm kind of on this journey of trying to master how I deal with them. And so I thought, wow, this would make a really good podcast topic. So here we are. Um, But in this episode, I'm going to share with you how I handle negative emotions and how that compares to the prevailing perception around negative emotions. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to share some tips that you can try if you want to handle negative emotions differently. But before I get into anything, um, I wanted to share a little backstory. So in the intro, I mentioned that I'm just coming off this period of where I had to deal with a lot of negative emotions. Uh, So I wanted to fill that in a little bit. So As you've probably noticed, it's been a while since I put out a podcast episode, and that is because uh, about a month ago, work really ramped up. All of my cases became super active, and that resulted in me working really long hours, um, staying up late almost every night. Side note, this is not unique to my firm or my practice area. This is just the reality of being a litigation attorney. Um, your workflow kind of goes in waves and uh, it's it can be unpredictable. But going back to it, so there was this time where I was, you know, working really long hours. And as a result of that, a lot of personal things kind of fell to the wayside. So number one, my morning routine, yeah, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> Together with that, working out for a solid two weeks, I was not going to the gym. And if you know me personally, you'll know that working out, exercising, being active is a huge part of who I am and how I just stay sane. So yeah, I wasn't doing that. Some passion projects also fell by the wayside. So again, this podcast, I had to stop making uh, content for it. Um, I wasn't seeing friends as much as, as much as I wanted to. Um, And again, this is just the reality of being an attorney, but um, that doesn't make it any less difficult. So after the first week of living like this, uh, you know, I was kind of like, okay, I guess this is going to be my new normal for a little bit. Uh, I can deal with it. But when that started to extend into the second week, I, I noticed some changes in me. So because I wasn't taking care of myself, honestly, um, I noticed a change in my mood. Um, So I noticed that I was feeling unsettled a lot of the time. I noticed that I was way more irritable than I normally am. I'm generally pretty relaxed and positive. Um, But for, well, I was going to say for some reason, I know exactly the reason why, because I wasn't taking care of myself. But, (laughs) But I noticed that I, like the smallest things would annoy me and I wouldn't be able to let it go. I also noticed like 
So I think we all have like, you know, we all have some degree of negative self-talk. And usually I'm able to notice when that happens and take control of it and put it to rest. But my ability to do that during this time was almost non-existent. So, you know, I would let the negative self-talk real, like just, it would, it would take a hold of me and I wouldn't be able to differentiate reality versus like these negative thoughts or these negative, these anxious thoughts and that I, that I created. So long story short, I'm just coming off of this period where for the first time in a really long time, I've been face to face with negative emotions and I, I was not ready. I wasn't well equipped to deal with them. And so, like I said, in the intro, I think this would make for a really good podcast episode because I feel like it's something that a lot of us struggle with um, from time to time. Okay, so now I'm going to turn to the meat of this episode. And to start, I want to talk about how we refer to the umbrella of emotions that I'm about to talk about. Up until now, I've been referring to them as negative emotions, but I have an issue with calling them that. Okay, so I'm a lawyer, right? We love words. We love being precise with our language because we know that, you know, if you're loose with your language, that can have consequences. But beyond that, I know that language shapes our reality. So I think the first step to changing how we view these quote unquote negative emotions is to change what we call them or how we refer to them. So in preparing for this episode, that kind of got me thinking, okay, well, what else can I call them other than negative emotions? And I was thinking of a different term and I'm like, mm, okay, I could call them undesirable, but that doesn't really get around the problem. It's undesirable. It still has a negative connotation to it. So I continued thinking and what I landed on was growth emotions. So that umbrella of, of emotions like fear, anxiety, humiliation, boredom, shame. Instead of calling them negative, I'm going to call them growth emotions. Why? Because these emotions, if you lean into them and if you just give them space to be, they are a catalyst for growth. If you're going to leave this episode with any sort of little nugget of wisdom, I hope that it's this. And that's that it's okay to not be okay. Because for me, emotions like joy and sadness, foundationally, there's no difference. They're both emotions. They're two sides of the same coin, right? And I don't know where this narrative came from, that happiness is the only way to be or that we should avoid growth emotions at all costs, but I think it's unrealistic and it's destructive. And here's why. I think it sets us up for failure because life isn't always enjoyable. And if you think that your life is somehow less than because you're not happy all the time, you're wrong. We wouldn't be able to experience joy if it weren't for those downtimes, right? It gives us perspective. It's kind of like the seasons. The only reason we're able to fully enjoy summer and the fact that there are leaves on the trees is because we've seen those trees bare and we felt the cold. Without that perspective, 
I feel like this is why a lot of people break down when life hits them or when they experience any sort of bad luck and sometimes can't recover. It's because they're suddenly face to face with this like edifice of growth emotions, which isn't pleasant at all, right? Like, let's be honest. But they're face to face with it and they've never been exposed to them by their own doing. For me, that's like trying to run an Olympic marathon when you've put off training for the past six months to a year. Like, yeah, you're going to suck at it. Yeah, your body's probably going to break down. And yeah, you might not recover from it or you'll change in a way that you had no say in. Like I said before, emotions like fear, anxiety, shame, humiliation, all of that, these growth emotions, I call them growth emotions because they are a catalyst for growth. You don't learn about yourself. You're not self-reflective in moments of heightened ecstasy or, or intense joy. If anything, you're just riding those out. You're just enjoying that time. You know, you're making connections. Uh, you're you're enjoying life. You're not being self-reflective, and that's okay, right? We need those. We need those highs sometimes. But the fact of the matter is, we don't turn inwards in those times. We turn outwards. So, by avoiding growth emotions, you are limiting yourself. You're not advancing. You're not making time. You're not allowing for those moments in life where you can make foundational change in your being. So in line with that, I'm going to briefly cover how I think a lot of us handle growth emotions currently. And maybe you'll be able to see yourself in some of these. I know I I did. I'm going to cover three ways that a lot of us handle growth emotions. Number one is to ignore them. Oftentimes when we're feeling things like fear, anxiety, jealousy, humiliation, uh, we, we try to put it out of our minds, right? We, we try to act like they're not happening. Nope, everything's fine. I'm not feeling this at all, right? Two is distraction. When we're feeling an undesirable way, a lot of us fill our schedule either with work or with social events, um, anything to take our mind off of it. You know, we know that it's still there in the background, these, these growth emotions, but we're hoping that with more external stimuli, we can we can divert our, our focus, divert our attention. And number three is we try to numb growth emotions or we try to dissociate ourselves from them. And we do this through food and substances like alcohol and drugs. And the goal with numbing growth emotions, obviously, is to replace that feeling with something else. Um, like with food, um, oftentimes we turn to food with with a lot of sugar, right? So that we release a lot of dopamine so that we can kind of like replace these growth emotions with an artificial sense of, of comfort and happiness. Uh, same thing with substances. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about what I did during this past month when I experienced growth emotions. And what I did was um, I learned how to get comfortable with them and to befriend them. And so I'm going to take those two things one at a time. So getting comfortable. 
with growth emotions. What I mean by that is that I learned to lean into them, to let those growth emotions come to the forefront of, of who I am. Now, leaning into something, I feel like that's kind of like a pop psychology phrase that that gets thrown around a lot. But what it means at its core is to just sit with whatever you're feeling, to exist in them. And I think meditation comes in handy here because that is that is essentially what it is, right? You're you're sitting and you're just sitting in your thoughts observing. Now, I liken it to like when we get a common cold. We don't avoid it. We don't we don't deny like nope, I'm not feeling the symptoms of a cold. Like common colds, they're normal, right? Like so we just wait them out. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I feel like what I'm saying is so easy, but it's in practice it's really hard. Essentially what I'm asking you to do is to feel those growth emotions. Feel your feelings. That seems so foundational, right? But very few of us do it. So going back to meditation, if you want to try leaning into your growth emotions, I think meditation will be really helpful. And I'm going to take you through a step-by-step approach to, to how you can do that. So the next time you feel a growth emotion like fear, anxiety, or shame, whatever, sit in it. And how do you do that? Well, you start by thinking about, bring to mind the nucleus of whatever it is that's making you upset, right? So think about, for example, that argument that you had, or think about, you know, that thing that that person did. I know, I know, I know that sounds terrible and really unpleasant, but stay with me. So when you bring to mind that event, I want you to then notice what's going on in your body. Where in your physical body are you feeling that growth emotion like anger, shame, or anxiety? For example, when I feel anxiety and when I just fully like embody it and just like let it, let myself feel it, it manifests uh, as a tightness in between my, my shoulder blades and it actually feels like there's a ball of tight muscles there. It's super uncomfortable. Um, and anger for me or like when I feel like I, I've been slighted or disrespected, that for me, it manifests as like this burning feeling in the pit of my stomach. So feel that feeling, right? And then observe how it manifests in your body. And then as a third step, I want you to then let it go momentarily by taking a deep breath in through your nose. And for me, I like to visualize that that inhale through my nose as this like gush of cool water running into my body, and washing over the feeling that I had just observed. It's kind of like a wave coming into shore and like washing over the sand, making it smooth again. So like that breath is coming in and it's washing over whatever you just experienced. Next, I want you to repeat that whole process again. (laughs) Yes, so again, think of the thing that upset you or made you anxious Notice how it's physically manifesting in your body. And then I want you to consciously wash it away with your breath. So for me, after doing that a few times, I'm definitely calmer. Naturally, when you take deep breaths like that, it it has a calming effect on you. But also going in and out of those growth emotions, leaning in and then leaning out, 
and healing myself with my own breath, it's kind of like a reminder to me that I am in control. Like happiness, that's a choice. Suffering, that's a choice. And I've just demonstrated to myself that I can call upon and do away with the growth emotions whenever I want. So yeah, I mean, this isn't going to erase the fact that something bad just happened, but it's it's a reminder and, and a demonstration to myself that at the end of the day, I am in control and I don't need to let let it change who I am. Okay, so another thing that I did during this past month that I was experiencing all of these growth emotions was I befriended them. And what I mean by that is I just got to know them. So think of it like you're meeting your growth emotion out somewhere for coffee, right? And so you're sitting down at the table and you're just like, okay, hi, yes, nice to meet you. So um, anxiety, like what do you do? Uh, Where did you grow up? Like, you know, just like you want to get to know them. So some questions that I ask myself when I'm experiencing a growth emotion, uh, a big one is where do I think this, this came from? Where in my life have I experienced something similar? And oftentimes growth emotions, they're, they're very similar. They're almost like a mirror to something that you experienced in your childhood. So one way to get to know them is to kind of like review, like have I experienced anything similar like this? Another question is to ask, okay, well, when does, is there a, is there a pattern here? Like, does this growth emotion tend to come up in similar circumstances? Another question is, you know, let's look at the trigger for this growth emotion. Is there something that, is there any insight from growth emotion in relation to the trigger. Now, this process, some people call it introspection. It's not a one-day thing, right? There are some growth emotions that I'm still getting to know like from a month, two months ago. I think about it a little bit each day. Sometimes I talk to my friends about it. Uh, So that's what I mean by befriending your growth emotions. They're there for a reason. Oftentimes, they're these defense mechanisms that we subconsciously or unconsciously built up over time to deal with something that happened earlier on in life. So by getting to know it, you can understand it. You can better observe the instances where they tend to come up, and you can just better prepare. All right. So that's all I've got for this episode. One thing I forgot to mention was – When you're trying to get comfortable with your growth emotions and you're on that third step where you take a deep breath in, I recommend trying to make sure that your exhales are longer than your inhales. And that's because when your exhales are longer than your inhales, that activates your parasympathetic nervous system. And so you are essentially mimicking what your body does naturally when you're relaxed. So it's kind of that fake it till you make it thing. If you trick your body into thinking that you're relaxed by doing the thing that it naturally does, eventually your body will just follow suit. So I think that's that'll be a way to help you get comfortable and uh, be better able to sit with your growth emotions. Overall, I hope that you learned something from this episode and that you approach growth emotions with a different lens, not as something to 
a void or something bad, but as opportunities to grow as an individual. Anyway, uh, I will see you in the next episode. Stay well and take care.